And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The King's De'Aaron Fox is becoming that star you just can't take your eyes off of. Derrick Rose is traded back to the New York Knicks. And will Larry Nance's injury prevent him from being dealt before the deadline? When's the trade deadline? What day is it? Oh yeah, I remember. I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Monday, February 8th. Sacramento Kings know what they're doing. And you haven't been able to say that in what? I don't know, a decade, a decade plus. But after a slow start to the season, they are showing that they can play with the best teams in the NBA. They've won four in a row, seven of eight. They're at 12 and 11. They beat the Clippers in LA on Sunday because of their star power. Yes, the Kings have star power. We've been talking a lot about Tyrese Halliburton dropping to them in the 12th spot of the draft this season. Potential Rookie of the Year deserves all that talk. He's a Swiss Army knife. He's fun to watch in the fourth quarter. Just watch him on defense. He's ready to pounce. He's ready to do anything on offense. But this team goes because of De'Aaron Fox. Year number four for De'Aaron Fox. He's becoming that star people expected him to become. And he gave it to Kawhi Leonard in this fourth quarter of this Clippers game. Went down to the wire. Kawhi Leonard was put on De'Aaron Fox because he was having himself a night. But he continued with Kawhi Leonard on him, one of the best defensive players in the league. He was getting separation on Kawhi. He's got a mean step-back jumper. you got to respect his speed, but now he's controlling those feet. So when he gets into that move and he creates that that space there to get that step-back, Kawhi's got to respect it. But then De'Aaron Fox even went by him one time after getting that separation. He went. He did, he did a little whoop-de-whoop. And got him on a rope there and, and went right by him. He had 12 points in the quarter, giving it to Kawhi. The three-point shot is coming along. He's becoming a decent three-point shooter. There's a respectable numbers out there. And he hit a deep one late in this game for 36 points overall, 15 of 25 shooting. He deserves to be in the All-Star game. It's going to be hard to get in there as a Western Conference guard. But the closing lineup is very solid of him and Tyrese Halliburton in the backcourt with Buddy Heald alongside them, Harrison Barnes, the vet, on the wings, and then Rashawn Holmes as their rim runner to create uh, you know, a, a little bit of a threat at the rim plus some rim protection at the other end. They're hard to beat. The Sacramento Kings, what? They're hard to beat. Glorious game. Although, Teron Liu said Kawhi Leonard was tired after this game. And it showed everything was short for Kawhi Leonard in this one. So definitely a bit of an excuse there. Also an excuse, Paul George, not in this one. Second straight game, he's missed. Second straight loss for the Los Angeles Clippers. So yes, not fully healthy. Who cares? Let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. Again, above 500. Feels good to be positive about the Kings. We've got ourselves a trade. The Pistons have traded guard Derrick Rose to the New York Knicks for Dennis Smith Jr. and a second-round pick. Usually I'm a positive Pete with trades. I can find the bright side for at least 
one of the teams. But in this deal, I'm not excited for either squad. The Knicks are definitely a better team than they were yesterday in acquiring Derrick Rose. But as a fan, I wanted to see him on a championship team and to be a key cog as a part of a championship team. He's only 32. He could go somewhere in a few years and be on a championship roster, but he's playing well right now. I'm not sure how many more very good years we have of Derrick Rose left. I'd like to see him be you know, a sixth man, a seventh man off the bench for a championship type team. Not like Joakim Noah tried to do last year as sort of an end of the bench guy, although I was cheering for Joakim Noah as well. It'd be nice to see Derrick, uh, Derrick Rose as a key cog, um, but doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Also, for the New York Knicks just on the floor, yeah, he might win them a couple more games this season. But does this take away minutes from their backup guard, Emmanuel Quickly, out of Kentucky? Their rookie has been playing really, really well. Or is Derrick Rose inserted to the starting lineup in in place of Alfred Payton? Sure, that's possible. And you could see why Tom Thibodeau, his old coach from the Chicago Bulls, would be playing him a ton of minutes. You could see that scenario happening. Overplaying him, in fact. He has found a perfect role these last couple years after what happened to him early in his career, the injuries. Took him a while, but he became a six-man for the Timberwolves and then for the Pistons. It was a near six-man of the year award winner last year. He was very solid. But what happens in New York? I just don't like the idea of him taking minutes away from some of their guards. And yeah, you can see why they would do it. They need scoring. He's a scoring guard. Uh, But unless this move attracts free agents, unless this move shows free agents out there, hey, we're a professional organization, we're trying to win every night, which they have done this year, and things are are going well for the New York Knicks. Unless something happens there, I'm not excited about this move. I, I would rather see uh, some struggle there offensively, and I'd rather see them be bad, in, in fact, to get a, another draft pick, to move in the right direction with young guys, Uh, rather than oldies and Derrick Rose. Now, from the other side, the Pistons are taking a chance on Dennis Smith Jr., the number nine pick, 2017 draft. And the Pistons also got a second round pick in this deal. But I thought they should be able to get a first rounder. Every decent player in the NBA has been able to garner a first round pick in trades the last couple of years. Now, if Dennis Smith Jr. develops into what Derrick Rose was the last couple of years, a six man of the year candidate, because he can score, he can put the ball in the hole, Then they win this trade in a landslide. But his first year was his best year with the Dallas Mavericks. And since then, it's fallen off pretty bad for Dennis Smith Jr. In fact, he was banished from the rotation with the New York Knicks this year. He was trying to play in the G League just to get reps. So kudos to him for trying to go down there and try and get things right. It's only year four for him. He's going to get a chance with the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Uh, seemingly likes these reclamation projects. They're trying it with Josh Jackson right now, another high draft pick that hasn't worked out. So if he does, Detroit wins it. But in terms of the day after the draft and analyzing it, you'd expect Detroit to try and get a little bit more than Dennis Smith Jr. And what would amount to right now, the 40th pick in the draft as a second rounder. And you can see why the Knicks would make this move. On Sunday against the Miami Heat, 
It's the type of game that they just needed a guard to score. Alfred Payton only had seven points as their starting point guard in a six-point loss to Miami. The Heat used their 16th starting lineup in 23 games this season. They're trying to get it right in Miami. It was their second straight win. They're now at 9-14, and 14, but they got to get those wins now. They've got a seven-game road trip coming up after another game with the Knicks. Julius Randle had 26 points in the loss. The Cavs' Larry Nance is out six weeks with a broken finger. Now, six weeks is about the same amount of time that we have until the NBA trade deadline. So, will a broken finger prevent teams from acquiring Larry Nance? I don't think so. So, what was with that headline off the top asking, will teams not want to trade for a guy with a broken finger? Well, that was just to suck you in a little bit. Let's talk trades. Let's talk transactions. Because I think Larry Nance should be a target for playoff teams that need a backup big. He's undersized, but I think he'd be perfect at the five in a backup role. He's playing really well, and it seemed like before the season that he was a surefire trade target, but then the Cavs started playing well, and they said, well, he's 28. Yeah, he doesn't really line up all that well with Darius Garland and Colin Sexton's age, but who cares? We're good. Now they're at 10 and 14, dropping to where expectations were for them before the season, even even playing a little bit better than expectations. But maybe Nance can be moved now. Although they probably have guys they want to move first, like Andre Drummond. Yeah, that's how many friggin' bigs they have. They have a ton. Hopefully Larry Nance uh, gets healthy soon and can get back to playing good basketball that he's been playing this season. Three other games that weren't the Super Bowl happened on Sunday. Celtics Suns. Celtics, no Jalen Brown. They needed him. It's the fifth game for the C's that they scored under 100 points this season, 35% from the floor. A little bit worrisome when that offense goes south. But they got an excuse with no Jalen Brown. The Suns got contributions from everybody. They've won five of six. They're trying to solidify themselves in the playoff picture. They're 13-9 and nine overall. Jazz Pacers. Jazz, fourth straight win. They've won 15 of their last 16 games. They outworked the Pacers on the glass. 17 offensive rebounds, 24 second chance points. Donovan Mitchell, 27 points in this one career, tying 11 assists to go with his 27 points. The Pacers have lost 5 of 6. They've dropped back to 12 and 12. Wizards and the Hornets, I can't believe how bad the Wizards are. Back-to-back losses by 20-plus points for the Wizards. That's surprising that they've only lost four times by 20-plus points this season. They basically lost by like 18 or 19 points every single time. No joke. So they've avoided the 20-point mark. They're sitting at 5-15, and 15, and now their offense going south scored below 100 points in consecutive games. The Hornets killed them on the glass. Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward had good games, and so did LaMelo Ball in his fourth game as a starter. I'll talk a little bit more about him on the full No Dunks episode today on Monday. Make sure you check that out. I'll be back tomorrow to give you the news as fast as I possibly can here on What You Need to Know. I'll see you then.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.